<laughs> and watched Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah, man. You were watching Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and then Sweet Life on Deck. So the whole kind and of you sim- only watched about 15 seconds of both. As because- soon as you came, you were done. <laughs> well, you wouldn't let me watch anymore. You're no. like, Brian, because you're all filming tomorrow. Well, we yeah. can't say who you're filming with. Yes. It might be a little fella called James Cameron. <laughs> That's right. I mean, Joker 3 being directed by James Cameron. Uh, yeah. Didn't I hear Tim Dillon's in Joker 2? That's, that, that's the, the rumor. That's, that's the rumor, yes. Exactly, because they got, uh, what's the name? Uh, that other guy in Joker 1. Uh, what's his name? Brian Callen. On Sam Morell. Sam Morell, that's yeah. it, yeah. They got Sam Morell. So that could be a running team in his um, I don't think he's playing a comedian, though. But anyway, apparently the director kind of shouted at him. What's his name? Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips, yeah. Yeah. Well, I tried to direct him. Yeah, basically, because he wasn't like. Todd Phillips was like, you're meant to do it the same way every time. He was getting the blocking wrong. And, mm. he, you know, he's a he's a fat gay cokehead. You know, he's lucky he's still alive. Come on, Todd. That's what I'll be saying about you someday. <laughs> but you won't be alive. That's the thing. Hey, I'm not gay most of the time. Uh, I'm pretty fucking straight 90% of my life. I'm just gay for pay. But no one will pay me. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the issue, buddy. Anyway, look, so we got stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about David Lynch movies. Right on. I have watched... Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and David Lynch. Yeah. That's like... <laughs> we know our demo. <laughs> we know what they like. And maybe a bit of comic books and Star Trek afterwards. No. Just to really... Okay, right. None okay. of that. Even, even you draw lines sometimes. Yeah. You, know? you can't let me go full autism. Yeah. Because well, I, I s- will. As a... <laughs> As I said, I'm not gay all the time, so no Star Trek here. So I have watched um, Lost Highway yes, and Straight Story. And what have you watched? Uh, I've watched also Lost Highway and rewatched uh, Mulholland Drive and Blue Velvet. You rewatched Mulholland Drive? Well, okay, I watched rewatched that a while ago. Don't lie ago. to me. A couple of months ago. I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, no, I rewatched Mulholland Drive a while ago, and then the other over the weekend I watched Blue Velvet and... Lost Highway, which okay. and I had never seen Lost Highway before. So it's uh, awesome, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's fucking great. We'll man. get that, man. I just want to check my notes and see if there's anything we can talk about before we talk about movies. So just real quick though, so Sweet Life of Zack and Cody universe is interesting yeah. because start off with Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. We're living in a hotel, so right. hotel suite. Yes. That's like the pun right there, which it, I didn't get for years. Well, you're dyslexic, so I'm you dyslexic. didn't get that they spelled sweet in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They spelled it as hotel sweet. You know? And then that's sweet life on deck. Yes. Well, I forgot. We were just watching it downstairs. Is it still cool. a sweet life? But it's they're a ho- on a boat. It's a boat. they got sweets on a boat. And also, they're going to Seven Seas University, mm. which is a real... Come on now. <laughs> that's a bit on the nose. Even for Disney Channel, it's like, come on, you can do... Just say they're working on the boat. They go to school on the boat as well. So they got... Boat prom? Come on, guys. Yeah, what is it? They're just on a year-long cruise, is it? Yeah. Why? I, I forget now. Shall we watch it there? We zoned out. Well, you watched you watched like five minutes of it. I've never seen it before. Yeah, I, I watched it, but I didn't pay too... Uh, I, I was, was too getting, old for Zack and Cody, you know? See, I was a too old for Zack's Sweet Life on deck. That's why... You know you have that moment where you're like, you're too old for Zack and Cody? Yes. And you have to reevaluate your whole... And then you get a young girlfriend. Yeah. For me, I think they did their best work in uh, Big Daddy. Were they starring, Big Daddy? They were the kid in Big Daddy. Oh, man, they've got such an interesting career. And they, they, they played Ross Geller's son on Friends. Yeah, both Because the thing is, the two of are identical twins, so you could fucking, you know. <laughs> you can fuck both. That's <laughs> And it's not illegal. Yeah, Matthew Perry, he had a go, don't worry. <laughs> well, you know what's... 
interesting is that's the funny way Matthew Perry's remember like whole seasons of Friends. Yeah, he's remember like fucking one of them. You know, he only remembers one of like what fucking one of the kids. Yeah, but he's he like, doesn't that's know when you, That's when you the drugs are taking hold. <laughs> I didn't know where Z- Cody's asshole ended and Dylan's began. No, what are they called? Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, whatever. Uh, and then there's a movie. The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody movie. All right. Where there were superheroes. What? I'm not joking. They got superpowers. Even the fat one. What, what fat one? Ah, they were. Well, he got a little. He was chubby for Nickelodeon. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. They I mean, probably. Was, they probably gave him anorexia. On they purpose. even made Josh Peck lose weight. You know, it was like no piggies, no hogs on Nickelodeon. Dan Schneider knows what a sexy child should be. You know. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like, what else can we talk about before we talk about that? There, I I already got a sense that this episode is going to be a bit of a drag for everyone involved. <laughs> good, good, really setting the tone there, Brian. Well done. Yeah, it's good. Awesome. Yeah, just keep you on your toes, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll tell you what, let's just go straight into... Oh, watch About My Father, All right, yeah. first of all. You talk about that. About My Father is not memorable at all. Yes. So it's it's a Sebastian Mana, whatever the fuck. Sebastian Maniscalco, who's like a very famous, if you live in America, comedian. He's like Italian-American. He's like, hey, oh, hey, oh the pastor's Julie. Yeah, he's kind of dancing on the mainstream. He's not mainstream Per se. Kind of like the way Russell Peters like sells out arenas, but like most normal people don't know who he yeah, is. Yeah, most good fashioned. Yeah. You know. So Sebastian Maniscalco, obviously, he plays to the Wops and the Guineas. They all love him, you know. He's all like, "Hey, my pop, he's a real Italian guy. Oh, my mama, she made the meatballs every night." Yeah, uh, it's real Uncle Tom stuff. Yes, isn't man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Pappy shit right there. <laughs> uh, so this movie, it's like. Uh, it's such a non-event. Like it just feels like I can't believe it's recent cinemas. Yeah. Like nowadays, I don't watch movies. It's so weird to think of like just being released in like you know you go what you take your gal out to watch about my father. Yeah. Like De Niro doesn't do anything funny in it. So De Niro De- plays his dad. Yeah. I'm pretty sure De Niro is like he's a bit of a Joe Biden like slipped into dementia. I think. He d- he's just saying yes to these roles. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. He's tripping over sandbags. <laughs> but, like, th- there's no, like, big h- hilarious laugh out loud. So the whole prop is, okay, so he, Sebastian Manicoco, or whatever his <laughs> name is, Sebast- Sebastian, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's married a girl and she's white. You she's know? a wasp. She's broad. a wasp, yeah. So now they got to meet the family. Right. So it's him and the dad got to meet the rich uh, parents. And like, Kim Cattrall plays one. And David Rash is the other. David from Rash. Succession. Who? From Succession. Who do you He's like uh, I think either Carl or Frank. Oh, Carl, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Carl, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's kind of funny and she's yeah. kind of funny, Kim Cattrall. But there's not much goes on. Like, the trailer reveals like, the big kind of laugh out loud moment. What is Sebastian Maniscalco? Isn't he like 50? I think he's even older than that. <laughs> I, think, I think he's older than the Nero. Gotta meet the parents, Dad. Will you come with me? But don't embarrass me. Yeah. It's like, mate, you've got a colostomy bag, all right? They don't care. I would have more respect for him if he actually played like a high school student. I think that would actually be funnier. Hey, Pop, I just got out of college, you know? Yeah. yeah. That would actually be hilarious, by the way. If this did like a full-on, like, you know, yeah. I'm just out of college. I don't know what to do in my life. Hey, I was the prank king, man. I was the prank king. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a receding hairline and crow's feet, but you know. And crones. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so he takes. So is it just De Niro? Where's his? Where's the mother? Who's... I think the mother's dead. Okay, good. Yeah, and it's just like Find, literally... at least one family member has some dignity. <laughs> and literally, just go to the meet the family. All right, it's like. There's no big laugh out loud moment. So in the trailer they revealed the big kind of like set piece is to do a thing where they hook up like uh, things to his foot and he can uh, kind of walk on water. Have you seen that in the trailer? No, I haven't seen the trailer. Okay, so it's a thing where like um, it's like a big hose attached to your feet and it projects you out of the ocean. So it's almost like you're kind of flying around oh okay? like uh, Eastbound and Down yes like yeah, that yeah, right? yeah. but his pants fall off alright oh. so they all see his penis that's like the big funny Robert moment Robert De Niro's penis that would be funnier <laughs> but no it's Sebastian Sebastian now, if, 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 now here's the thing so they all see his penis and then they kind of he crashed into the window of a boat and they can all see his penis you right. know his big Italian salami. Yeah, exactly. His big old sausage. But but that's it, you know. If it was like a case where like... Yeah, yeah my spaghetti and meatballs uh, for all the little kitties on the boat to yeah. look at. But you know what I would have done now? Because I think in this day and age with comedy, you have to go Freddy Got Fingered style. Yes. You can't just have like his pants fall down to see his penis. No. Right? Because we've seen that a hundred times. Yes. We've seen Sebastian's penis a hundred times. I mean, I... Oh since God. the dawn of film. I tell you, if I had a nickel for every guinea cock I saw, <laughs> Jesus, I'd be a rich man, Brian. <laughs> and I'd be jealous. <laughs> but, Is guinea a slur? Well, you're going to find out. What about WAP? I have to say at least one of them. No, no you don't. I, I can't choose. I ha- I'm legally binded. I can't say. choose. So it's going to be Giddy Wop Central. <laughs> Come on, it's funny. But my it, point is... If, if you keep laughing, it's funny. My point is, in this stage, you have to go really over the top. Yeah. So I would have done it where he's kind of floating above the ocean with his kind of thing. It's like, uh, almost like... Um, it's like a... Hover boots kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's like a jet pack, but on the ocean. Yeah, like a jet ski on your boots, okay? Yeah. And him and De Niro are both doing it, and both their pants fall down. Right. And they crash into each other, and he sees a sexy lady on the yeah. beach, and his penis goes into De Niro, and he rapes his father. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was... But a- while they're mid-air, it's like... <laughs> Are you fucking my ass? Are you are you fucking my ass? There's nobody else here. You gotta be fucking my ass. You fucking my ass. Yeah, but that's what I mean. And then the parents are like, "Ooh," and it's like you know, he's like, "Oh no!" And then the mom's like, "My parents don't like you now. I can win him over." Like you have to really go above and beyond. So there's another scene, okay? This is like Sebby, bring daddy his donut. My asshole is obliterated. I got to sit down. Dad, I'm sorry. I fucked you in the ass. I hope this doesn't come between us. You know what? Fool you. Fool me once. Shame on me. Yeah. Like, there's another scene, okay, where they get... um. So the brother of the girl he wants to marry yeah. is like this douchebag, rich guy. He's one of the workaholics. Oh, Anders, it's uh, it's the it's the white one. Yeah, yeah, okay. So <laughs> I know because Anders, he's got that he's tall, blonde, blue eyed. You know, yeah. he, he has the waspy look. Yeah, yeah. It's not Adam Devine. He right? looks like he could p- play Brock Turner in the movie. You know, if they got Brock Turner, that'd also be funny right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Also, yeah, again, like, if they made the brother, like, just a full-on rapist. Yes. And it, I'm be- starting to notice a pattern <laughs> in what you find funny, Brian. So, Sebastian rapes De Niro, and then Anders rapes somebody, too. And Kim Cattrall, nobody wants to rape her, because she's an old dog. No, I'll just say, like, if they just... You're like a script doctor, it's like, hey, they bring me in to punch it up. You know, I know what America wants. I know what gets people laughing. I'm just saying, like, if they had... If it could be satire of rapists <laughs> okay you know, it's like we're fighting punching truth to power yeah we're punching up at the rapist's cock so but like the bit they were like hey hey sis why don't I take this new fiance of yours up in the chopper and they go in the helicopter right and they're flying around you know De Niro's there as well and he's like hey he's a pretty good chopper hey look I'm in the air over I'm like a bird over here yeah you know but Sebastian's like Oh, I feel sick. And they're like, hey, don't worry, I'll land it. And he's like, no, get that. Open the window. I'm going to puke. Okay. And just land the plane. Does he puke? No. Oh. I mean, come on Yeah, because why wouldn't... Why Why not do that, <laughs> Yeah, and least? so then the, the kind of funny thing is afterwards, they're like... So the joke is he was <laughs> nauseous. <laughs> Oh, I feel nauseous. Like, oh, no. Exactly. And the funny thing is that, and even then, like, they're driving away and he's embarrassed and, the you know, the fiance is like, don't worry, honey, it's okay. And that's it. Right. Now, how much funnier would it be if he, you know, he's going to puke. He's gonna, like, I'm going to puke. I'm going to, I'm okay. And he goes, you know, like that. And he shits himself, you know. Ah, like that. Yeah. Or something. Or how about, like, you really over there where he just pukes everywhere. And okay? now he can't see in front of and him. It go- he's like, whoa. It, it goes into the... The guy driving a helicopter, brother, it goes into his eyes, okay? Yeah, yeah. And he's allergic to and, puke. <laughs> and then, because he's got puke in his eyes, he can't see where he's going. And his cock goes into Nero's ass. Like, oh, whoa. I'm really not having a good time this weekend. This has not been fun for me. I don't like it. That's what happens when you leave the city. This wouldn't happen in the Bronx, let me tell you. And there's no other real funny things in there. There's a lot of just like, you know, yeah. they play tennis and the family are better than him. Right. Yeah, wasps are good at tennis. Yeah, that's it. Or like, uh, let's see what other funny things happen. They got like a prized peacock. And I think they accidentally run over the peacock and they have to bury it. Uh, oh. And I thought that would like come up or something, you know? Yeah, but it never does. At the very, very end, the dog has found the feathers. Okay. And they're like, oh, the dog did it. We got away with uh. that, pops. The dog starts sniffing around De Niro's asshole and rips out the dead peacock. Oh, I, I didn't want them to find it, son. I'll do it for you. I want you to smash. It was, it was so lame. Not doing a good De Niro. My De Niro sounds like Dangerfield. It's too hot, you know. No one's going to criticize yet. You start taking steroids. Um, who plays the daughter? Who's the... Who, uh, some random who's bitch. Who's a nice little piece of cool? It's, it's not a cool... It's not Judd Apatow's wife or anyone like that. Right. You know? It's just some I'm random... I'm picturing her, Alexandra Daddario. No, her name's like Leslie Bibb. And she's all, oh. she's, she's all of age. Oh. Well, I mean age appropriate, I should say. Oh, she's like ter- She's like 32. That's She's not Sid- It should have been Sydney Sweeney Again yes. that'd be- like, If he did that See again like How much funnier would it be If it was Sebastian Manacoco Right And he's dating a girl Just out of high school yeah. And they're all crazy like, Hey I'm Italian That's what we do We break the laws of hey, consent Hey pop Don't look down on me Because I'm working class Italian It's like uh, I think because uh, she's only 16, yeah. Sebastian. But then, here's the punchline then. Yeah. De Niro, has he got an even younger girlfriend? Right. Yeah, that's... Who, who would that and be now? Uh, who would you cast? Uh, uh, 
Ooh, who'd be a good one now? I don't. Why you ask me to name any good fifteen-year-olds? Billy Eilish. Be. Yeah, Billy Eilish. Yeah. Okay. Bobby De Niro was well, banging Aubrey, Billy get Eilish. Plaza back. They're a great and dirty grandpa. Man, that was some sexy sex in that movie. Yeah. Get get Plaza out of the way. I just want to see fucking De Niro with no shirt. That yeah, was fucking man. hot, man. He still looks pretty good. He does. Yeah, he's looking older in this than yeah. he did. In the movie that came out ten years ago, uh, fucking uh, seventy-eight, right? But fucking Pacino just had a kid. Yeah, they're still going hard. That's man. hilarious, man. Fair play to him. Mm. Yeah, what? I, I can't think of anything funnier that happens in about my father. There's not too much. In, there's a lot of narration, uh, a lot of like. Uh, so it starts off with you like, "Hey, these are these pictures of my family." Because they look Italians. We had our trouble. No race of people has been treated worse than Italians. I tell you, yeah. And then, like, look at these pictures here of my ancestors. They all had resting bitch face. Oh. And another bit was like, hey, they're talking about, you know, his fiance's parents. Like, his name was Richard Rutherford III. Hey, the only Italians I know with letters at the end was Rocky Balboa. Hey, hey. <laughs> all right. I got something. Out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I got something. Out of you. There you go. It was your delivery, Brian. Oh, really, you, yeah. did it for me. Thank you. Know? you. Sebastian would have ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, the way I heard about this movie is on. Uh, we talk about Tim Dillon there. Tim Dillon did a whole episode just shitting on it on Patreon because uh, apparently over the like Tim Dillon is like kind of done weird impressions of Sebastian Maniscalco basically doing the same stuff I knew it was like hey I'm a guinea wap and I love pasta mm. and apparently but Sebastian the thing is they're in the same room together in different comedy clubs so Sebastian apparently really doesn't like Tim Dillon whereas me I'm nowhere near him so I get away with it the guinea wap queer <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> it's a bit. You're a bit. I, I'm a bit of Sebastian. I think now. Yeah. And you're a bit of a Tim Dillon. I think okay. that works out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that now. Yeah. Yeah. I get to bang Leslie Bibb. Yeah. And I get to bang whatever 19 year old boy lets me. <laughs> yeah, it's a good life. Yeah. So I watched that. Uh, should we watch? We talk about um, Lost Highway now. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about. Let's leave Lost Highway to the end. I want to talk about Straight Story first. Right on. Because Straight Story is a pun, because the guy is about Albert Straight. That was, that's the guy's name. It's based on a real guy. What, now, what is this? He drove across the country answer, yeah, on James, a lawnmower. I didn't like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I was kind of annoyed by this, you know? Right. Because he meant to think he's, like, cool or something like that, or, like, heartwarming. And it's like, just... Fucking take he's, a bus, would you? Just a mentally yeah, ill old man. Mentally ill, attention-seeking tramp. I'm a, I mean, imagine getting stuck behind him in traffic. He he, take it on the highway. So basically, uh, he's this old fella who's got like a daughter with like a mental illness, something like that. Right. Uh, played by Sissy Spacek. So he needs like to get away from her. So he hops on the lawn. Well, it's it's a kind of a kill two birds at one stone, you know. So like his brother has a stroke, and his brother lives, you know, miles and miles away. Right. And he's got diabetes, so he can't get... He's got the diabetes. Right. So he can't get driver's license. So he's like, I'll show you. And he gets his, on his lawnmower. But can he actually drive, though? Nah, he can't. Oh, okay. he's, he's fucked, you know. He's dying as well. You know, he needs a walking stick. The, actually, the actor literally was dying when they were making it. Well, I know the actor, yeah, he had cancer and he didn't tell anyone. He just shot himself. That's awesome. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. Respect I've to that huge guy. Huge respect for that right there. Yeah, he yeah. just, like, he didn't tell anyone he had cancer... He basically, kind of like Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards, he just wrote a note saying, hey, I'm sorry, but you know what? It's better than just having to 
cart me around, so I'm just going to check out. You know he what, shot though, himself. There is a selfishness, though, where it's like, you know what? It's for the best. I don't want to be in the way. I don't cause any kind of trauma. I'm going to shoot myself and leave my bloody corpse with brains everywhere out near the horses. I'm going to spook the horses, you know. Oh, no, he put a bag over his head. It's still That's bad. That's Curtis. Curtius. <laughs> That's Cornelius O'Sullivan right there. <laughs> Inside baseball there, buddy. Hey. I'm just saying, like, uh, it's still messy. Jump in the ocean. That's the best way to do yeah, maybe actually, yeah. Yeah, the ocean's the best way to do Like Just, the, um, just disappear. Like that woman we know, her. I think her dad jumped in the ocean. I think that's the best thing to do right okay. there. Yeah, yeah. But you know the problem is when the tide comes back in <laughs> and you'd be raped by a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> you got just a school of fish pulling a train on you, you know? The indignity. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he um, gets on a lawnmower and he goes like, you know, something silly, like a thousand miles across America. Right. right. On these little roads. And he becomes like a folklore kind of so story. So it's like Forrest Gump on a lawnmower, basically. It is. Yeah, yeah. But and like, you know, like, so there's all these little vignettes and things. So like, you know, he meets this woman hitchhiking and she's pregnant. And it, uh, it's uh, it's like PG, though, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. Fully yeah. PG. Yeah. That's the thing about it. It was a real kind of uh, left turn for David Lynch because his movies were so like, on top of being very like bizarre and surreal, there's always usually like some hardcore sex and violence elements. Well, it's a bit of a zig there or a zag where like, it's also, it's called a straight story. Yes. And the pun is that it's a very, very, he's going straight, literally. Yes. And also it's a very kind of similar, I'm sorry, a basic like A to B, I gotta go meet my brother. And at uh, the end, no spoiler, he just meets his brother and the brother's like, y'all better come on in. And yeah. you go in and close the door and that's it. Like, it's a linear narrative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no crazy stuff. There's one funny bit where like, um, he meets a woman who's like run over a deer and she's like, you know, she's killed like five deer this week to keep jumping out on her and she's right. all upset and she's like I've tried scaring them away I've tried playing public enemy very loud but they won't go away they keep jumping in front of my car she's like crying and he's a bit like oh okay and just drives off that's the only kind of like weird David Lynch style thing in it yeah. the rest of it's very kind of basic you know like he meets a girl that's pregnant and she's like I'm scared to go home and he's like "You well you know you gotta go home and raise your kids. Like, Hop on the lawnmower, baby. <laughs> take, my, take my sausage. Let's get out of well, here. Well, he eats sausages the whole time like a fucking dog. <laughs> he, like, it, it's so funny. He, like, he's like, I gotta bring my supplies. And he brings, like, you know, 400, a bag of 400 sausages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to see where the diabetes came in. I got diabetes. I don't know how. Uh, he's on the carnivore diet. He listens to Jordan Peterson. It's like, you gotta eat sausages there, bucko. Yeah, if you don't, the trannies win. That's what you gotta do. Uh, oppose Bill C-16 and eat some damn sausages. I do love the, like, people are like, you know, I'm gonna go on the carnivore diet, like, Jordan Peterson, like, wasn't he also taking hardcore drugs? Yeah, when he was, like, like, addicted to clonopin. Yeah, the clonopin kind of outweighs the sausages. (laughs) 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 Oh, Jesus. Uh, So there's no plot in it at all, on purpose. You know, he goes to places, like, you know, he stops in a bar, and he's like, hey, old time, I want a beer, and he gets a beer and talks about the war and stuff like that. It's like, the war was bad. So after you being in a foxhole and people shooting at you, driving a tractor and eating sausages don't seem so bad. He was in World War Two, wasn't he? Yeah, World War Two. So, yeah. yeah, when is uh, when is it actually set in? Uh, maybe the eighties, I think. Right, yeah, okay. I think it came out like in the nineties, I think. Yeah. yeah, and it was a big success.
success actually a lot of people were surprised by it and it did mm. well and this guy like his name's like albert Strait or like that like he's something that like he's someone that people knew way before like this movie came out he's like kind of like a like an urban legend or well, a, a, a real, of, but real like he was kind of like the, a lot of people would talk about him and even like the guy the real life guy actually interesting story he hated this letter. he was just like i just want to meet my brother and they he like he could have gone david letterman he yeah. probably could, could have got some serious pussy <laughs> off it, yeah. <laughs> he could have fucked some... Uh, yeah. He probably could have fucked Farrah Fawcett, you know? Yeah, or Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. She'd eat all the sausages, wouldn't she? <laughs> a greedy pig, gobbling them up. But then I was reading up about him. He tried, like, two other trips like that, and both times he said, got too cold, or, like, you know, he right. forgot his sausages, you know? <laughs> like, he, he did... He tried, like, I think he tried to drive his uh, lawnmower to England or something like that. <laughs> And then he got like two miles and was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How long did it take him then? I think days and days, you know. And uh, for a while in um, real life and the movie, he just ran out of gas. So he just waited for a social security check to come in and he got his daughter to like mail it out to him. So he just oh. like camped out in like LA for a while. You know, like the all the homeless in LA? Yeah. They're all just waiting for their, <laughs> <laughs> their, their, their tractor money and yeah. then they can drive off. <laughs> Oh, and then they get addicted to fentanyl and they just stay there, you know. They don't need sausages anymore. <laughs> I want to see straight like the um, straight story twenty twenty three version though. That'd yeah. be pretty cool, yeah. Where what's the the drug drawn now makes your skin fall off? Oh trank. Yeah, they're on trank. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be awesome. Uh but so I wouldn't recommend it. it it's an interesting kind of like diversion in yes. uh David Lynch's filmography, but it's definitely not like essential viewing. It's not something you know like with a lot of David Lynch movies and TV shows, when I watch it, I feel like I'm getting an interesting insight into David Lynch's weird mind. Yeah, yeah. I actually really hate, and I try to stay away from, like, interpretations of David Lynch. Like, if someone has an interpretation, I'll chat with them about it. Yeah. But, like, there was a thing going around a while ago where it was, like, this four-hour video explaining the 100% true meaning of Twin Peaks. Right. I don't want to watch that. I don't. It's a vibe, you know? It's like explaining a song. Well, you can't explain a song, James. Yes, you can. Oh, right, yeah. You can explain. Uh, that's the whole point. That's like knowing the lyrics of a song, James. It's ruining. <laughs> well, see, you always sort of chastise me when I try to deconstruct something, you know, be analytical about I would never film. chastise you, James. You have. You pig. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you were telling me some interesting stuff about uh, Lost Highway. Can you tell me more about this? Nope. About Okay, nope. right. Well, I've learned my lesson yeah, there. Yeah, no, because this is what you like. No discussion. No, I hate when fat <laughs> retards try to tell me their opinions of films. Mm. Hey, fatty, open yeah. your big cake hole and tell me what you think. <laughs> no, well, I heard there's a bit in Lost Highway that... Um, Wait, sorry about this. Lost Highway is before... Mulholland Drive. Yes. Okay, I'm just going to get the order in my head. Yeah, right, Lost okay. Highway was 97, I believe. Mulholland Drive was like 2001. Lost Highway feels a little bit like practice or like a prelude to Mulholland Drive in many ways. Now, yeah. I haven't seen Mulholland Drive in a few years. Yeah. Uh, but it, even the kind of like, you know, people play multiple characters and yes. like the switches. Yeah. I was thinking about this. This is going to seem like a very dumb analogy. But you know the way in The Simpsons... They kind of start off with like a separate plot where they all go to like, um, let's say, a gardening contest, and then something bad happens, and on the way home to see a casino, and there's a casino episode, right? Something right, like right. that, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. that's a bit like David Lynch, where it starts off one way and switches very suddenly, completely changes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting. Mulholland Drive, as weird as it fucking is, is 
almost a little bit more accessible than Lost Highway. Yeah. Lost Highway is fucking bonkers, man. Mm. Like, uh, I was... I mean, I loved it. I was—I actually was surprised by how much I liked it. I was, what was your reasoning for watching this? Because you know, you've been in a pretty bad place recently. So, what, what? <laughs> I think that's why. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, uh, I have been in a bit of a bad place, and I was kind of like, I just want to watch something that's just really horrible and disturbing. I'm going to watch some David Lynch. That's great. I'm telling so, you, yeah. Twin Peaks to return. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna rewatch all of Twin Peaks. I think at the that- same time, season one, season two, season three on three separate devices all yeah, at once, yeah, yeah. and I'll put a blindfold <laughs> on. You know, that's the way it's meant to be seen, Brian. I think it'd be interesting now if you just watched the returns. Uh but that would be almost like that would be just for my own amusement. Yeah, that wouldn't be for your amusement at no, all. I- but what what that supersedes your enjoyment? It does. Yeah. <laughs> You know, actually, don't do that, James. That's a very stupid idea. <laughs> uh, if you're wondering, by the way, watch um, Twin Peaks 1, 2. Then Firewalk with me. Then Firewalk. Then watch The Missing Pieces. Ah. Then watch no, The Return. Wh- where did The Missing Pieces come? Like, where so was the, that released? The Missing Pieces was rumored for years and years. So there was all these deleted scenes from the movie. Like, the movie, the original Firewalk with me was like, I think about three hours long or something right. silly and they got it down to like uh, you know two hours yeah. so there's a whole extra hour missing plus there's a load of stuff that was rumoured that was shot uh, in the final episode of season two yeah, that was yeah. left out as well and it was this thing that I remember literally hearing these people like talking about like yeah interesting there's all these like you can, you can look up interviews people talking about these things they shot but you know David Lynch is like we'll never see it right and then in like 2014 they released uh, they put all the scenes together and the thing is, like, you know what a David Lynch thing? It's basically a movie, because it's not like a normal David Lynch film is, like, coherent. Yes. So you can stick all these deleted scenes together, and it, and it basically just works as a yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, because it's his style and or it's, whatever. And it's great as well, because you get loads of extra... Keeter Sutherland, there's a lot of people in um, Firewalk with me that show up for a few minutes, they're like, what the hell? Like, Bowie and Kiefer Sutherland yeah. are in there for, like, literally, like, two, three minutes. They're like, what the fuck? And yeah. there's like, there's all these extra scenes with them now in Missing Pieces and that helps to explain the return a lot. Okay. So I think they'd liberally put it out right before the return to kind of generate interest and then the return came out as well. Well, I, uh, you know, Lost Highway, apparently, now he said he, he wrote it when he was in a very dark place just after, did he, he walked away from season two of Twin Peaks, he did, right? Yeah. Because the studios or whatever, the, you know, the network were the being cutting. So the network wanted him to have a definitive, like, who killed Laura yeah, Palmer. Yes. And also they moved his show. So they had it on, like, a good time slot. Right. And they moved, like, a debt slot, you know. They moved, right, to, like, right. late night on, like... um. So he walked away from it, and then yeah. the tone really changed, right? Yeah. yeah. So he said he, he wrote Lost Highway based on that. And, it, look, there's no point in really trying to explain the narrative. Should for the crack, should we try, though? <laughs> Fucking No. Well, this, I'll, I'll, right, I'll you, try you my try. best okay, now. Yeah, Bear yeah, in mind, yeah. I only watched this like on Sunday. I had a lovely Sunday morning. Yeah. I woke up, ate a pot noodle, watched Lost Highway. You're a bit of a Albert Strait yourself. <laughs> Instead of sausages, it's coffee and pot noodle with the occasional Subway. So I need- and then your girlfriend will drag you to a Korean <laughs> restaurant. You're like, where's the pot noodles? Give me a pot noodle and sausages. Where's Lost Highway? <laughs> Uh, why, why? You're watching the football on TV. You're like, will they change it to Lost Highway? I want to watch this. <laughs> What's the name? I brought the Blu-ray 4K edition. Come well, on. It's Bill Pullman. Come on. <laughs> Bill Pullman. What's the other guy's Balthazar name? Getty. Balthazar Getty. Yeah. I knew you'd know that. Of course. Of course. Look who you're talking to here. 
but what was my point? Um, so it starts off, Bill Pullman is this, like, jazz musician. Let me do it. I'll take over. Because oh, okay. I want you to criticize me. I think it'd be funnier for the audience, okay. all right? So Bill, Bill, uh, Bill Pullman. Oh, nice a, one. You got that right, no, no. you fucking dumbass. No, that's too much yeah, now, sorry, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a jazz kind of jazzophonist saxophonist right? saxophonist yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and he's got this bitch wife who's actually very lovely Patricia Arquette, Patricia Arquette with you the know? nice big jubbly titties yeah. and they're getting weird videos of them sleeping that's yeah. basically a plot and also he's having weird dreams of a strange man this yes. white faced man right? the mystery man yeah. yeah which by the way you know the mystery man I don't know the actor's name but like Robert that, Blake that was all him by the way he just showed up looking like that he one day he literally did yeah really so Lynch was like you know, very like, hey, do what you want. So he dressed how you think the character would dress. Well, he, he was like, I'm gonna wear fucking white makeup and like that. And Lynch's like, I love it. And shave his eyebrows. He, he looks freaky as fuck. He man. does, yeah. Freaky little motherfucker in that. But he's, he's great. He's so good, yeah. yeah. So he's having these weird dreams, this white faced man. He's having dreams of a honky man. Yes. Okay. And the white man. He, see, he's a wigger at heart. <laughs> he's playing and playing jazz. I'm a saxophone he's guy. He's fucking a white bitch as well. Yeah, Don't man. get more black than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Patricia Arquette. I think I said was it's yeah Patricia, Patricia Arquette. Arquette. You said wife. it right, yeah, 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 yeah. I could have gaslighted there and said you said Rosario Dawson, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> but uh, and then they called the detectives and they're like, hey, this guy broke into their house to film the sleeping. Yeah, and detectives are real kind of like, hey, well, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe try locking the door better or you know, mm. what do you want me to do about it? Leave me alone. Yeah, and then. Um, they go to a party then. Yeah. He meets the stranger in a very spooky scene. The mystery like, man. Yeah. And he's like, I'm in your house right now. Call. Yeah. yeah. It's very dreamlike in that sense. It's very, the- yeah, it's very weird. It's unsettling. So fucking, yeah. The mystery man goes, I'm in your house right now. Don't believe me? Hands him a cell phone. Gets Bill Pullman to call the house phone. Yeah. And the same guy picks up. It's like, I told you I was here. <laughs> and laughs at him. Yeah. And he's probably laughing at his little dick, Brian. <laughs> I assume Probably a little white penis as well, <laughs> but yeah, it's very freaky. It's unsettling. But so. like a dream, it's not like he's like, "What the fuck?" You know, it's like, guys, this freak is like, <laughs> "Hey, that's weird." Hey, what? Who is this guy? You're crazy man. No. Yeah, that's right. I what was, do you think of Bill Pullman? I was in this? Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you think of Bill Pullman? This movie? I think he's good in this movie. I think because he was neighbors, I think with fucking. I think he just like was hanging around nearby Lynch, and Lynch yeah. was like, "Okay, I'll give you a fucking." I think it works because Bill Pullman isn't too good. He's not very. He's not very. He's kind of. He's, he's like, almost like a blank slate in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like if you got like someone too likable, like even Kyle MacLachlan a little bit, like he'd, it'd be too good. You know, you need yeah. someone who's a bit weird. And um, and like because the thing is, Bill Pullman, he's like he's a good enough looking guy, but he's not. You know, amazing. Well, I mean, like, the fact that it's Bill Pullman and Balthazar Getty. Yeah. Getty, well, like, it's not exactly like the heavy hitters. The Balthazar Getty casting, I think, is intentional, and that's uh, people have. Tell me more. Okay, so people say that you know the tailgating scene. Yeah. In Lost Highway. Yeah. So there's a tailgating scene where, well, fuck. Robert Loja. Yeah, I it's mean, the heat, man. We're just we, not at our A game right this now. This is so hard to try and discuss this movie. It's okay. Normally, we let's could just, talk about Lost let's Highway. Let's just go yeah. linear okay. real quick. Bill Pullman, he wakes up. He basically finds... He wakes up. He's killed his wife. Yeah. His wife's body and bit guts are everywhere. He goes to jail. 
He has this like spastic attack. He's having migraines in jail. Mm. He has like a weird vision and then he changes. And yeah. Bill Pullman has now turned into Balthazar Getty. And there's this a stranger in a cell where yeah. Bill Pullman was. And like the fucking prison guards are like, hey, where's Bill Pullman? You're Balthazar Getty, basically. <laughs> and they let You're him You're everyone's out. favorite Balthazar Getty. Yeah, yeah. So they let him out of jail. And then now all of a sudden, the movie, we're following this new character called like different name, different mm. guy, different life. So they've, you know, they've swapped roles or whatever. It's very weird. Yeah. But so people say that Balthazar Getty been cast in this movie because again, as bad as Bill Pullman is, Balthazar Getty is way worse of yeah. an actor. Like he is not good at all. Mm. Now they say that him being cast in this movie is intentional. Lynch is making a commentary about Oliver Stone and Quentin Tarantino in particular. So the tailgating scene is like, don't tailgate, right? Yeah. Robert Loja. You know, some guy tailgates him, so Robert Lozier, like, pulls him over and beats the shit out of him. Yeah. They're saying David Lynch is making a commentary about, like, shitty hack filmmakers who are basically, like, taking his original ideas, bastardizing them for commercial success. And the the reason that they point to those two... Okay, so, Twin Peaks, right? Yeah. Everyone knows Twin Peaks. There's also the there was a show similar to Twin Peaks called Wild Palms or something like yeah. that, and that's Oliver Stone. And everyone said that was just a fucking rip off of Twin Peaks. But then also, David Lynch's movie Wild at Heart, mm-hmm. True Romance, and Natural Born Killers. It's basically the same framework. It's, it's very just similar, like yeah. Bonnie and Clyde, but it's like their nineties and grunge and sexy, and yeah. it's all fucked up on drugs. Balthazar Getty was in Natural Born Killers as a mechanic. And okay. his character is a mechanic in that as well. Robert Loja was in the Wild Palms TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few different links like that. So a lot of people have said there's so many, like, like the too many co- like uh, similarities or crossover things for it to be coincidental yeah. and then they look at the don't tailgate you see the driving manual i want you to learn this fucking driving manual yeah. that's basically david lynch saying you fuckers are hack filmmakers you have no creativity or ingenuity you're just like taking ideas from real filmmakers like me and like cashing them in and like going for the real like the sex and the drugs and the violence and the pure base level basically you're trying to race to the finish line and there's no like artistic merit again this is the analysis is this like a well-known theory like this is a theory like that a has top, like a top gun gay thing or is it like, yeah like... well look again i mean you're gonna as you said you're gonna find hours and hours yeah. of people you know make like crit like uh, analyzing here's the thing i think with david lynch also Quentin tarantino was very vocal in his disdain for fire walk with me really yeah 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 like at Cannes film festival he was like i just watched two hours of david lynch disappearing up inside his own ass it's pretentious and depressing i don't understand the reaction to fire walk with me is so interesting people literally booed that like yeah. people like you know People basically, they were lynching him. Yes. Yeah, to yeah, par- yeah. pardon the pun, you know, yeah. like that. What pun? <laughs> what is that? I don't get it. You're going all weird, David Lynch on me. It's like, it's like a Morbius strip. How do I yeah. decipher? It's it's actually, here's the thing, again, with Firewalk and Me, it's actually kind of a standard, not standard movie, 
But like, it's obviously weird. Here's the thing. It's a bit like Lost Highway, where it starts off as like this kind of weird detective thing. Yeah. And then it just switches, and then we're in Twin Peaks, and it's about a girl and her father, and the father is abusive and stuff like that, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, it's, it's kind of easy, not, like, it's not like, you know, uh, it's not 90210, but like, it's kind of semi-interesting. And yeah. Stingy, you know, it's not like A little more gibberish. accessible than his other shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. I heard about it, and I thought like, it must be like, more lynched than Lynch, you know, yeah. it must be like super weird. Where it's yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. and some parts of the return are like that. Where like in the return, there's like, you know, long, long scenes of just like, like there's an explosion bit. It's a very famous, I think episode seven or something like that. They go back to like the nuclear test site. Oh, yes, and it's and just, it's, it's a, bit, a big explosion for like literally like 12 minutes. Yeah. It's just a big, like a mushroom cloud. Yeah, and you've got zoom the camera. In. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, like Lost Highway, when it came out, Again, because it was just after Firewalk with me, like it's obviously considered like really great now, but at the time, like the reaction was mixed. Mm. See, e- Lynch can- initially, like you know, people were like, "Wow, he's great," and then it's like, "Oh, now he's too weird and pretentious." Yeah. But now he's just been around for so long, basically like Adam Sandler. It's like <laughs> we've criticized him for so long that now we just love him for what he does, yeah. regardless. Yeah, David Lynch is Adam Sandler. If Brian. you stick to something long enough now, and I cannot wait until Sandler has that kind of like you know, is he the greatest American actor? Yeah. You know, that kind that's, of like, that's the crossover we need. David Lynch and Adam Sandler. That's a link up right there. Yeah, we, we need that. I, I think as well, you're talking about like casting uh, Baltazar Getty. Yeah. That's pretty similar to like Starship Troopers. Exactly. Where yeah. they liberally cast like vapid kind yeah, of bad actors. And that's the thing with Baltazar Getty. He's like, he's he's not just a Nepo baby. The Gettys are like, like Army Hammer. Like they are yeah. like old money wealthy. You ever hear of John Paul Getty the third? Of course, yeah. So he's the guy who is like uh, kidnapped and like tortured and held for ransom. Yeah. That's Balthazar Getty's dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but and somehow he also became successful and famous. Which is yeah. Crazy, yeah. But uh, that's interesting though. I, you know, like, here's the thing with Lynch, okay? It's, I do think this. There is meaning to a lot of his stuff. Yeah. I think he doesn't really care. So I think he's very big in like the subconscious. So I think subconsciously maybe he's like, ah, fuck them, you know, just stealing my ideas. And he's like a little bit of him is like, you know, this. But I think he's very big in the idea of like, I don't think he's consciously going like, will this all go together naturally? I think he's very big in the idea of like, I have this idea here and I have this idea and I'm going to trust myself and just follow through with it. Yeah. And uh, make it work. Like, I mean, obviously there is a lot more, like there's way, like that's kind of what I just said is very like surface level yeah. analysis. Like people really go into the weeds with Lost Highway with the stuff that they, yeah. that like, you know, people, the kind of surface level is like Bill Pullman, he gets put in prison for murdering his wife. So he then begins to fantasize that he is this new character. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, that's okay for the service level. But it's like, no, man, the lost highway. It's not, it's actually celluloid. Look at the way the film is. It's like a strip of celluloid. It's like the film oh, is that, actually the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the so characters in lost highway. Like, they're saying that the people that are stalking Bill Pullman and his wife at the start, it's actually the filmmakers of Lost Highway because the scenes where they're being filmed in bed, the camera is really high up and also way too smooth to be handheld. So they have to say it's coming from a steady cam. And then, like, later on when Bill Pullman comes back and he's confronted by the mystery Mm. man 
who's holding a camera. Yeah. But then when we cut to the POV of the camera, it's way high up again to indicate a crane shot. You know what, James? I take it all back. I love this. Yeah. This is so much better than... My- what was I saying? I don't know. You tell me. I was being like, oh, man, leave it up to interpretation. Yeah. Like, fuck that. I love this now. No, yeah. so they're saying, like, the kind of the... the Accept- I was so gay earlier. You I were. Think <laughs> uh, finally, yes. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the Cadden twist. Brian admits he's gay. It happens every episode, but he never remembers. Yeah. I like get uh, ringing the doorbell. It's like, Brian's gay, and here's someone driving off. <laughs> Brian O'Toole is gay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's lots of stuff like that. So, like, the characters are being stalked by the actual filmmakers, mm. by David Lynch and the camera crew. And they're like, who's filming on us? And, like, they even go into, like, uh, there are characters in a film that only exist within the the reality of the film. So they don't exist outside it. So another scene is, like, the Patricia Arquette tries, she wipes off her makeup, right, yeah. in the bathroom mirror. And then she turns around, the makeup's still there. Is this, she can't be without makeup because she's not a person. Yeah. She's a character in the world of the Lost Highway world, the film itself. Give me more. They're trapped this. in the yeah. film. You know, it, there's like, there's there's loads of shit. And it's like, initially you can go, oh, that's really reaching and speculative. That's all it was me. But then you, you, you go back and you actually look at, at the film yeah. and, you know, the evidence as it were. Mm. And it, it makes her a very intriguing case. I will say, know? that's another thing I've noticed. Like, there is a lot of times with, like, movies, TV shows, they're like, oh, actually, uh, you know, Pulp Fiction, the gimp was a ghost. Yeah. You know, you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> the gimp was Ving Rams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he was in the briefcase. The gimp was Ving Rams, and he was in the briefcase. There's a big black man in the briefcase. <laughs> That's why Travolta was so happy. He's like, Vincent, we happy? Oh, we're happy, baby. Oh, yum. I don't want any hamburgers, but I've got a hankering for some hot dogs. But there's a lot of things in, like, uh, Pulp Fiction, not Pulp Fiction, in Twin Peaks and, like, David Lynch movies, where they go, it's like this. And when you watch it, you go, like, it is, like, the camera thing, all right? Yeah. It's like, that feels like a very conscious, you know this. I thought he's a happy coincidence, yes. you know, like he's that. A, like, he's a filmmaker. He knows what a POV shot is going to look like. Yeah. So that's the big thing. It's like when they're sitting down and looking at the... Somebody stalking us with a video camera. But you look at the footage, it's a really high up shot. Somebody's in the bedroom, very high up, but it's a very smooth camera shot. So it can't be handheld or low down. It's obviously a crane. And it's just shit like that. Like, there's loads more stuff. Like, Lost Highway, in particular, is a movie that you can just kind of... Yeah. You can go and hours and hours into it. it does have that looping ability to yeah, it. Yeah, so it has been referred to as a Morbius strip. Yeah. Which is like the loop of paper that kind of doubles mm-hmm. in on itself. I really want to watch uh, Mulholland Drive again now. Yeah. Because I only watched that once. And I had such a great time watching it because I was high at the time. Yes. It was around Christmas, I remember. And, sure. You know, everyone else singing carols <laughs> like, Bah, humbug, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like, I remember watching at one stage, I was pretty high and I was like, oh, I figured out this movie. Uh, I got, I got you, David. Yeah, Lynchy, I got you. Yeah, I figured it out. I'm just writing the post-it note. Jews run Hollywood. <laughs> I figured it out. The dark, deep twist. Look at the way the camera's moving. That's a Jewish guy. Because Jewish guys move like that. Look at Justin Theroux. He's a heeb. I'm telling you. Uh. 
but like, so let's move on to a minute. Is there anything else you want to say about Lost Highway? You got uh, Richard Pryor in as well. Yeah, Richard Pryor, he's great in it. Yeah, and you know another thing that Lynch does a lot, especially in Return, he's not afraid to hire weird-looking actors Freaks. and noticeably dying actors. Yeah. Like, in The Return, there's so many actors that, like, they filmed their scenes, yeah. I'm not joking, like, a week before they died. He's like, the, he's the first a- guy that had a casting coach in a hospice. <laughs> So uh, you gotta respect him Look, for that. There's a number know? of characters in the fucking um, in the return that literally have tubes in their nose, tubes in their nose. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's like they're like, yeah, welcome to Twin Peaks, and just die on on screen. That's you know, great. Uh, uh, so he's not afraid. So like same with Richard Pryor, he's yeah, like visibly MSing all over. Yeah, the place. he's proper. Uh, I can't believe you're back. It's so good to have you. He's not talking like that. No, okay. <laughs> he's talking like Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I remember reading the thing about Richard Pryor where I think he got on stage and pissed himself one time. Yeah, like they he was in the wheelchair and or like it's, it's like a mobility yeah. mobility scooter and they had to like pick him up and carry him onto the stage. He was like, "It's me." No, he doesn't. Of course not. But yeah, he's proper. I mean, it's hard to sit through that, you know. There's a nice um, collection of little little character actors in the movie as well it's actually okay to make that joke because he was abusive to women Brian so aha even at the end yeah (laughs) he was all MS hands he's still slapping him (laughs) but yeah there's a lot of Gary Busey's in it as you said Henry Rollins Uh, from the band Marilyn Manson Marilyn Manson and Twiggy Ramirez. Oh yeah, yeah. Played the porn you stars. Can't forget Twiggy. Yeah, Robert Loggia is fucking great in it Robert as well. Robert Loggia is awesome. Yeah. Lynch is also great at getting uh, actors and making them just completely deranged, yes. especially old actors that you wouldn't think you wouldn't think Robert Loggia would. Uh, go to that you know yeah. oh, by the way the bit where Robert Loja is on the phone with the stranger yeah I thought that was so cool man creepy yeah, man yeah. yeah it's like like this guy is like the devil almost Robert Loja is like I'm gonna hang out with this guy and he meets this weird white face guy he's like do you wanna fuck people together <laughs> Mr. Amen do you wanna get pushy with me Robert Loja come on well okay Robert but I'm actually inside your asshole right now what what are you talking about? You're in my ass. Don't believe me? Here's the phone. Ring your asshole. Oh, who is that? Hello, Robert. It's me. I'm in your asshole. Oh, who am I? Bobby De Niro? Why is everyone in my ass? He thinks a pretty neat magic trick. So do it again. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it's. Uh, I had so much fun. It pulled me out of my depression, Brian. It fixed you. I feel great now. You, you start... I, I flushed all my medication. <laughs> I'm just watching Lost Highway every day, twice in the evening. You're driving on the M50, watching it. You're not, yeah. you're, you're not looking at the road. You, yeah. you put a screen in front of the window so you can't see outside. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about uh, Mulholland Drive. Okay. You watch it. What else did you watch? You watch Mulholland Drive. Uh, Blue Velvet. Oh, I haven't watched Blue Velvet either in a long, long time. Yeah. Which is better? I mean... I think Mulholland Drive want to watch again. I'm not you, saying it's have better. Have you rewatched it recently? No, it's been like two years. Mulholland Drive? Yeah. yeah Same see, with Blue Velvet. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, I know Blue Velvet, as fucked up as it is, it's a bit more accessible. Yeah, it's than, more standard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blue Velvet is like almost purposely... You know, it's the isn't that the whole thing? Is like it's the it's the white picket fence, yes. literally meeting the weirdness. Yeah, you know? yeah So yeah. it's almost like, um, it's a, that's like foreshadowed. You see the nice picket fence, and the it's the nice music, and then it goes down underneath the ground, and you hear all the cockroaches, yeah. and like even the audio, it just turned up so loud. Yeah. Just the the 
like so scratching of the cockroaches. And then we follow the protagonists or, or whatever. It's, it all, it's funny because we follow the protagonists into the weird world, and it's like we never leave the weird world. Then the yeah. weird world. It, then it's just like it's constantly. It's just like you know, um, Mulholland Drive and Lost Highway, and yeah. a, a guy with diabetes driving a tractor. It's just like awful, terrible. Just stuff. the most disgusting <laughs> shit yeah. you can imagine. An old man eating sausages. <laughs> Richard Pryor <laughs> with MS. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so what? What's the crack with Mulholland Drive? Have you? What's the meaning? Uh, of it? No, I haven't. That is, was is that film as well. I watched it? that a few months ago. So the whole thing is like, yeah. That again, that's like a thing where like, so it's new. The thing about Lost Highway, it's like new characters, but also new actors. Whereas in Mulholland Drive, it's new characters played by the same actors, right? Hmm. So, but I think that's the thing of like it starts off. You know, by the way, I just interrupt you. Yeah. So, Lost Highway is a movie. Yeah. And it was meant to be a movie. Right. Mulholland Drive was a pilot. Do you really? know this? Yeah, it was an no. hour long pilot. Oh. And he shopped around the Showtime and HBO one day, and they're like, "This isn't Oz. This what? is f- weird. This is not The Sopranos. Dude. <laughs> we told you to make another Sopranos, David Lynch, and this is not that." And he's like, "Well, I'll show you." <laughs> and then he shot the ending. So you know the way like uh, Forrester's in the start. Yeah, Robert is a Forrester. Robert, is that his name? Uh, Robert Forrester. Yeah, yeah, Robert Forrester. Like he was meant to be a recurring character, but he, there's no episode. Yeah, two, he's just like a cop at the start when the car yeah. crash happens. And I think you can find somewhere online, maybe on the DVD, the actual pilot itself, which is just like the first. I think it's like the first hour of the movie. So before like, the actual switch, then. Yeah, I think, it, but it might be some extra stuff in there as well. Yeah. He might like ch- jiggered some stuff around and fixed it. So what happened? It starts off. There's a actress in a limo, but her car crashes on Mulholland Drive, yeah. and then she's wandering around with amnesia, and then she meets. She just like starts living in a gaff, and what she meets some new like. Uh, aspiring actress who's mm. come to Hollywood to yeah. find her dreams mm. and they sort of start this like kind of Nancy Drew detective kind of thing but they also fall in love with each other mm. and start scissoring bumping tacos so again, smashing wh- clams Brian while I'm, lesbian sex yeah, when I was high on weed that was scary yeah. I had to call my mom <laughs> I tell, even when you come down from your drug trip, it's still terrifying. <laughs> Here's the thing. They don't need me. Uh, but like, Who's um, out there laughing at us? I don't know. Probably it's some... called film analysis, you freaks. <laughs> they're, film, they're, they're filming us. Working we're on the class dogs. I'm going to close the window because yeah, there's people outside laughing and it makes me... Yeah. It makes my we penis... We can hear them. They can hear us. It makes my penis They're getting soft. the podcast for free. <laughs> the cunts. This is the free one. Yeah, well, they didn't, you know, <laughs> click a link or whatever the fuck. So they don't deserve it. What was my point? Oh, yeah. So I remember like watching it and I was like, this is great. But then the switch over. Explain yes. the switch over. Okay. So, yeah. The first half of the movie, we think we know what's going on. It's like a sort of neo-noir. They're trying to find out. The woman with amnesia is trying to find out her identity. But then there's a switch that happens where a character takes a blue box out of a closet mm. and opens. It's like a little jewelry box. She opens the lid. The camera zooms into it. And then it's like we've like traveled inside the box and it's a totally new world it's new characters it's a new kind of thing but it's diff it's the same actors yeah. playing different characters mm. so i think the kind of this ex- is a big thing in all his work is he loves having like uh like either 
a character played with two different people yeah or someone playing multiple characters yeah. you know like you know an evil character and a good character or like a, like a weird character a normal character you know? so I think the accepted version is all the stuff that we saw initially where like the two of them are working together and it's all good that's kind of like the dream or the fantasy and then the later stuff with like one of them hires another like a hitman to kill them because they're a jilted lover or mm. something so one half was a dream and the other half is what actually happened and it's almost like you take your pick yeah 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 but it's, uh, isn't it, there like little people in the end yeah there's like the old couple that she met at the start yeah. they're like little shapeshifters that mm. are like terrorizing her yeah and uh, Justin Theroux's like a film director, but then he's like, he says, I'm not doing this. I'm not, you know, you're compromising my integrity mm. as an artist. And then he's brought into a room where just some old man in a wheelchair is like, do what you're told or I will fuck your asshole with my cock <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Uh, there's that great bit where like, there's like, remember that the bit that always scared me? Like the disgusting the, freak, the hobo, the homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it made me sick. Yeah. No, it actually is a, like a proper terrifying jump scare. <laughs> First time I saw it, I proper like freaked yeah. out, man. Yeah. It freaks out way more than like, you know, like, you know, like, oh my God, it's the Yeti. It's a big CGI yeah, Yeti, you yeah. know, or like, you know, you see all these things now. It's, it, you don't even pay attention. It's like a scary movie. And it's got like a, a guy with three heads and yeah. claws. And it's just like, ah, whatever. But this was just like. This a- is a hobo. Because you see those unreal. <laughs> but it was like a really disgusting horrible deformed looking homeless person yeah. and they come like it's like they come out of nowhere and they go right into the camera and they're like yeah yeah and the music like mm. spikes and yeah. it's just it's a proper jump scare moment mm. you know and it's like you reach for your wallet but then you're like oh thank god <laughs> just a movie see when you're watching white men can't jump mm-hmm. uh there's a i you know like about lynch as well there's not too much of them there's not too much material like, yes you can bang well, it all out so, Twin Peaks is a long thing, all right? Yeah. Everything else you can get, like... Didn't he walk away from the Twin Peaks The Return as well? Only for, like, a day. And that oh. was, like, before, like, they actually started filming. It was, oh, like, okay. in preparation. Because he... So, he basically wanted... And he's earned it at this stage. He was like, I Creative want just... control. I want just film it. They're like, how many episodes? No one else can get away with this. They're like, how many episodes? Like, I don't know. I'm going to film it. Yeah. And we'll see after I finish filming it. How long's a piece of string, basically? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Like, they were thinking, is it going to be 12, David? I don't know. They're like, can you please... Can, do you have I, any idea? So like, I'm walking away now. <laughs> okay, come back. I mean, look... And it turned out 18. Yeah. Which is a lot for modern television. For modern prestige TV. Yeah. Like, with big budgets. And they're all like an hour each, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, in fairness, a lot of it is, like, music. So, I've told you before, like, the... Um, you don't listen. No... <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, the bit, the kind of way to break up episodes is to cut to the bar. A band. And they have a band. Yeah. So and they then, have so Nine like, Inch Nails. Everyone, the Nine Inch Nails, or like yeah. whatever. And they play. Because so, Trent Reznor did the music for Lost Highway. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, that's kind of the way to break it up. So a lot of it is just music. And you can skip past that, don't yeah. worry. Or you can just chill out the music. It's pretty good music, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, David Lynch's son is one of the bands in there. Oh. He's not bad. He's not like the main singer. He's just in it. You know, he's like, yeah, the, yeah. He's like the. He's the Plays the triangle. Yeah, exactly. Imagine David Lynch was your dad. He's like, I have to ground you, son, but I'm going to do it dressed as a Victorian landlord, and it will become apparent why. Look, Dad, I got. Got got jacking off the gay porn. It's not a big deal. Just send me to my room like other parents. Now, son, you're gonna. They sound exactly like each other. That's the thing. Hey, Dad, it's me, 
You're I'm David Lynch Jr. Yeah, I know who you are, son. I named you for God's sake. I filmed you coming out of your mother's pussy. Imagine, like, you know, dads like to film the birth of their son. Imagine David Lynch in there. There's like an orchestra and a midget on a tricycle. It's like, don't worry. Yeah. He shoots a black and white and the elephant man's in the room as well. He puts the elephant man makeup on the wife. Yeah. The elephant man is the gynecologist. I am not an animal. I am an OBGYN. Uh, Have you watched uh, Inland Empire? No, actually, I've never seen that. That's his final film. Now, that's even... I actually gave up on that. Yeah, I, I think that's the it. one where everyone was like, all right, mate, just well, fucking... The whole thing is, like, a lot of that is just stuff that he was putting out. So he got really into his website for a while. Right. And he started releasing these art projects on his website. So one of them is called Rabbits. I've seen Rabbits. Again, yeah. Rabbits was... Uh, yeah. so, so that's just like, it's just a collection of that, you know, and there's no even like... Um, there's not much kind of like like link from one to the other to the other. It's just kind of like it just happens, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of like changing from like very, very bad handheld camera to like film and that. Uh, yeah. And it just looks kind of bad. And I was not won over by that. You right. Know? That one, I think that's for the real purists, you know? And hey, wh- look, you win some. He, he, he takes a big swing. Yeah. Sometimes he misses. What's like, um, what's even like the basic framework narrative? I or- don't think there even is a framework. Okay. I think it's like an actress. Right. I think it feels a bit samey as well. It's definitely the weakest out of the kind of tree if you yeah. got like Lost Highway, yeah. Mulholland Drive and this. Like I think it's like an actress walking around and then like, you know, random shit happens and then they're like in the woods and like it is uh, I might a- go back and watch it. Just What about Wild at Heart? Have you seen that recently or long time ago? Just yeah. All David Lynch movies. I watched like years ago when I, when I started watching Twin Peaks and I was like, I, I went against this guy. Yeah. Uh and then I kinda like dropped What age were you? When you were trying to get into Lynch, uh, I'm not too sure now. So I watched it. I watched Twin Peaks. Uh, mm, I don't know. It was on Netflix anyway. It was back when it was on Netflix. So oh, uh, I was I think it was in secondary school. Oh wow. Yeah. So you're trying to get puss. Yeah. I was like Twin Peaks. Uh, lady, stay away from me. <laughs> I'm a bit of a Kyle McLaughlin. Do you know Robert Loja? <laughs> no. Well, don't suck my dick then. <laughs> You will be my Isabella Rossellini. Yes. What's that? You want me to hit you? Oh, no, get away from me. You whore. She wore blue velvet. You tried to serenade women. Uh, yeah, so that's that's David Lynch right there. Yeah. Now, you've really got me going now. I think it'd be good for you to start watching Twin Peaks. I think I'm gonna. I think it'd gonna. be good. You can do, like, your little Twin Peaks report every week. Yeah. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's daft what's going on there. Actually, speaking of weird real quick, just, uh, just before we go, right? Yeah. I was just going a little memory hole right there today. Do you... Remember a nice thing to call your girlfriend, Brian? <laughs> oh! <laughs> do you remember the artist taxi driver? No. Yeah, because I was joking about someone there. He was a guy on YouTube back in the day. And I was joking, like, oh, he's probably dead now. And he's still going. He's this guy. He grew the... He became big in YouTube in the early 2010s. He, he was like, I am the artist taxi driver. The Tories are bad. Oh. The Sunday mirror. The scum day mirror. Okay. You know, he, he just kind of rant in his taxi and be very kind of basic stuff, you know. Right. Like, Boris Johnson, get out of this country. Well, he's called the artist taxi driver? Yeah, so he's an artist, all right? Oh. So I just kind of watched him and he kind of became semi-big where like he got Russell Brand on the show. He, like, so he's just filming in his taxi 
taxi screaming. And oh. then like they get people on. And you got like some random celebrities on. Oh, and they okay. kind of got them on BBC News a few times being like, uh, uh, you're working class, aren't you? What do you think about Brexit? Brexit is bad. Well, there you go. He's he's one of you and he thinks it's bad. So there you go. And you'll never be on the TV again. There, we threw you a fish. You happy? <laughs> Slap your fins together and fuck off, you well, dogs. I, I kind of forgot. So this is the early 2010s. Before that, though, he was a performance artist. And he became known for doing these unconventional mm, protest art pieces. Right, right. right. I kind of like half remember this. I was just looking up here like what he did. And like some of this stuff, I want to get your interpretation of this. Because you know at the moment they have like the Just Stop Oil stuff. And people get up on the snooker table and make a big mess. Yeah. I don't know why. That makes me so angry. I don't care about snooker at all. But I'm like, kill his family. (laughs) Uh, So these are some of the things he did to protest things. All right. So the first one. In 2020, as 2002, should say. Right. He did a protest called Roll Over, where he rolled a distance of four and a half miles, uh, dressed up like a big rubber cleaning glove, while singing We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Why? Uh, just to protest the government. Oh, well, yeah. that's retarded. Then he did another one in 2003 called Poor Little Lamb, where he pushed around a dead sheep in a pram. <laughs> And this was to, this is the <laughs> protest. This the protest cuts and child benefits. Sure. Yeah. So that's something there. I yeah. mean, yeah. Mary had a little lamb. It tracks. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just looking at some of the good ones here. There's a lot of these, by the way. Uh, then he did 2003 again. He did chips and beans, where he turned himself into a full English breakfast. What do you? How, what? What do you he mean? He sat in a bathtub full of baked beans and tomato sauce. With two chips up his nose. Yeah. Uh, and seven sausages wrapped around his head. Right. All of this sort of performance art shit is like just so pretentious and stupid. And, you know, maybe I feel attacked intellectually because I don't get it. But you know what? I don't even care. Even if you do get it, I think that's almost worse. If you can see some fucking retard in a bath of beans and sausages and go, I know exactly what he means. Like, you're the biggest freak. You should be. Both of you go in the bin. It makes me sick. I don't like it. And I'm never going to like it. Some of these are pretty funny though. Like he just uh, he glued a, a little toy bus to his foot and walked around the protest congestion charges. Okay. Uh, you know, what's this here? How is this? Why is this of note though? Who's actually paying attention? It seems to go Wikipedia people page. like you, man. Yeah, he's probably a nepo baby. Let's be honest. No, I think he's like. I think he's where he. I think he works in a chipper. That's probably where he got the chips to pop his nose. You know. <laughs> Bro, bro, did you steal chips for your art exhibit? <laughs> we need to sell the chips, bro. What you doing? I'm sorry, I've got a protest. Uh, child benefits being cut. Um, your benefits being cut. I cut your benefits now. <laughs> he looked. I'm looking up some of the cancelled ones. He was going to leave a car engine running for a full year. Oh, the protest climate change. What's only going to contribute to it? Another no? one. Uh, he was going to drag 300 kg of potatoes through the streets of Dublin while dressed as Bertie O'Herm. Why? I'd protest Bertie O'Hearn, you know? Okay. And, uh... Well, don't worry. We'll do that, mate. You just stick to your own, you fucking... Prost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's still going, by the way. I thought he was dead. He's still going. What age is he? Uh, he's like 60-something, you know? Yeah. He's one of those uh, old-school British guys that were, like, they're working class, but they, they support labour, you know? And there's not many of those left anymore. Yeah, look, I'm just... Like, there's no way that he works in a chipper... Or, 
but has like a Wikipedia about his performance art. He's definitely he comes from money. I don't think he does. I've nah, seen the way he, he talks. Does, you know. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the truth right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I just I, I like all that kind of performance art shit is just so pretentious I used to watch a lot of them back in the day self-indulgent why? there was a time back in the day I was watching Twin Peaks and Artist Taxi Driver why? and I was getting no puss why were you watching him? because I was like I need to find out the truth even as a child you must have realised <laughs> this is retarded no I thought it was cool I was, okay. I was like I want to be like that when I grow up right right I still could be you can't stop me <laughs> here you're closer to it than you think you know yeah, uh, you're going to walk around dressed as a big pot noodle. Oh, man, I went to NCED. I can't say too much because doing a work event, but right. they're all freaks, man. Yep. I hate them. Yep. And just the way they're so condescending. And yep. you, you just know for a fact they are all going to be the rapists or Fina Gale politicians. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, zero pushback on everything you just said, <laughs> I'm Brian. Glad, I'm, I'm worried you're going to turn there. Like, no, James, <laughs> they're helping society. I would say, no, James. <laughs> oh, God. You, you got a bit of a David Lynch there. Yeah. So you're Cat yeah. now, and I'm Brian. You're Balthazar Getty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, I'm Brian. Ooh. Oh, I pretend to like football, so nobody calls me gay. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't yeah. at all. Um, you're not fooling no one. Before bit. we go, I'm just saying, any leftover topics we can talk about real quick how are you getting on are you still hot yeah i'm very hot i'm sweating it's disgusting yeah it's not good is it no i don't like it it's hard work yeah uh any plans i think next week you watch twin peaks yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get all of it i'm gonna get st- i'm gonna I tell you, i'm gonna start reading uh ted kaczynski's manifesto well, here i bought on kindle did you actually it's, it's six quid wow uh who's that money going to <laughs> i don't know uh, some computer probably. probably not to him he died by suicide was it why would you commit suicide this age you might, uh, you're so old you might uh, as well fucking... I, I think because he, he was terminally ill and maybe he was just like I don't like being in prison with cancer because I think oh, even, even being in a big comfy bed with cancer is pretty uncomfortable so I reckon if you're you know in a prison with a bunch of mentally ill rapists you know who are like smearing beans on their cough to protest climate change you probably go fuck it i'm just gonna kill myself uh yeah uh it's funny how like some people love him yeah he's really grown and he's big with nazis you know he's actually didn't like nazis yeah he's he's also kind of like half trans he had like yeah yeah yeah. well it's funny because they're like that's what all the trans people do they all kaczynski themselves he was gonna well there's a lot of things like obviously- there's almost like that's almost like a moral right there where it's like either let someone if you don't let someone be comfortable in their gender yeah they'll end up drawing a beard well he it was actually he was gonna transition but then he decided against that he was like i had an epiphany where i realized i didn't actually it was want the computers to. making me trans yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it was the industrial revolution <laughs> that's what did it yeah uh, it's funny as well. The only there's a guy who's like responsible for him. You know, like the MK Ultra program. Yes, it's all connected. It was like yeah. Harvard, wasn't it? Yeah, in Harvard. I, like, so I taught, or MIT. Uh, no, yeah, it was Harvard, I think. But uh, yeah, so he was like a brilliant mathematician, and then in college he's like signed up for like social psychological experiments by the same people who were responsible for MK Ultra. Also, as a child, he was separated like. He was basically put in... Uh, yeah, what was that? Cause that's not his Wikipedia page. Yeah, he ha- he has like... It must have been like polio or something. It's like some really bad illness yeah. where they had to quarantine him for like months. But they say that like when he was born, he was a normal, healthy, happy child. 
you know, but then after that, like six months to a year after that isolation period, he came back and they just said he was never the same. He just, he completely changed and like basically withdrawn. I think he probably like started developing some sort of disassociative mental illness. It's funny that like he goes through this very traumatic thing. Yeah. And, but then he goes to school and he's very good at maths. Yes. And he's actually one of the briefcase boys. Do you hear about that? No, who's that? The briefcase boys was a a cool group in school, him and some friends. Yeah. They were the kids that are really good at maths. Right. So they they all carry briefcases full of papers and calculators. Yeah. And they probably got more pussy than me, I'll be honest. But <laughs> but so it's funny. It's like, so then he actually becomes yeah, smart. They say no to you, just hit them with the briefcase. And, uh, you, know. you do a math equation like Goodwill Hunting. But like, actually, you have to fuck me. Look at that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he... So uh, then, but the thing is like, so he's very good at maths. And it's almost like he could have gone a healthy lifestyle. Well, then he just signs up to this thing where it's like, can a Harvard professor abuse me for six months? And it's like, yes. Yeah. And he was that all... That will help. He was all in on it, but he became a professor himself, but he yeah. was known for being a really terrible professor just in that he was obviously very smart, but just had no desire to teach or like he didn't take questions. He would just read from the, he just read from the textbook out loud as like, yeah, anyway, that the test is next week. Don't a, look me in the eye. A Michael Shannon vibe. I yeah, think, exactly. Lecture, yeah. And so then, yeah, he's like, right, that's it. I'm going to, he quits his job and he goes to live in a cabin in the woods that he built himself. And then he says, oh, there's somebody over there with a digger. Well, I better send bombs in the post. <laughs> he heard one chainsaw. I was like, well, that's it. That's it. I'm done. Uh, but like, if you go on to like any of your reviews for his books, and he, he only kept publishing books. He published a book in like 2022. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to start reading them all now. How to be a throat goat, throat goat, and a size you queen. Talk, you're too much cock in your mouth. Too much talk. cock. It, cock on the brain and cock on the tongue. Uh, what was I going to say now? Well, he got a new book. Yeah, he got a new book, and all the reviews are just so positive, man. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a little bit kooky, like Phoebe and Friends, but he had everything he said was all right. And that, look, you all made fun of him. You all said letter bombs are bad. Well, there's egg on your face right now. Yeah. I tell you now, because now we got you know. I mean, you TikTok. Can, you can maybe argue that some of his points about uh, how technology actually contributes to people feeling more isolated has merit but then but also, also getting your fingers blown off by a bomb makes it feel sad yeah, as well sure, yeah but also like you're completely discounting all the really undeniably positive you know evolutions like sanitation mm. and medicine yeah. and plumbing i can and... watch the andrew schultz podcast anytime i want That's right anytime i need andrew schultz if i'm driving i need a, a <laughs> dose of andrew schultz yeah i just pull over Watch Schultz. What? Pull over? Oh, you're that's right, not, yeah. That's not flagrant that, two. That's, not that's flagrant. pure flagrant one behavior. <laughs> you're right. No, yeah. I take it back. That was a test, yeah. okay? I speed up. I put it on. <laughs> you put your foot down and you just blast flagrant two. It's like, what up, yo? It's your boy Schultzy. We here with Akash and uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, dumb whores are dumb whores. Yeah, no way, dog. I can't believe you said that, fam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he was a cool guy. He makes me embarrassed to be a wigger, I'll tell you that. Uh, Andrew Schultz, I mean, not Kaczynski. Kaczynski was the coolest wigger around, you know? Yeah. It would be pretty funny if Kaczynski loves Public Enemy, you know? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll wrap up there. So you want to watch Twin Peaks? Any any fun things coming up? I've got a lot of fun things coming up that I probably can't talk about. Okay. They're all kind of work related. So stuff. yeah, not only did you not want to hear the answer to my question, <laughs> you, you didn't want to hear me say if I had fun things. You needed to say, have you got fun things? Because I've got loads of fun things, yeah. but I can't even talk about yeah. them because they're so fun yeah. and you're too stupid to like it. I can't say much, but the CIA would kill me if I told you. <laughs> Uh, no, I've got no fun things, Brian. I'm just going to sit in a room and watch Twin Peaks. That's way better. You can eat cherry pie. Yeah. Because they, they, that's what they, they eat. Damn fine coffee and cherry pie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you need to eat more cherry pie. I think my doctor would disagree with you on that. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to go downstairs and watch some more Sweet Life as Zach and Cody? I thought you'd never ask. Yeah, let's do that. Man, I am sweating. I feel so like warm. It's getting very uncomfortable it's disgusting. here. Disgusting. Well, this is how I feel all the time. The way you feel right now is how I feel in October. So I don't even want to tell you how I feel in this heat right now because, dear God, it's yeah. awful. Uh, it's been a fun time. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, fuck. Uh, remember the hot box from Django on Chain? Yeah. That's what I'm feeling like right now. Man, I fuck. I forgot I watched Spider-Verse right well look we can't go no we can't now. talk about that I'll tell you what I'm going to watch The Flash okay should we go watch The Flash together no okay you're no, right yeah. no you go watch something gay like Asteroid City <laughs> <laughs> oh look oh look at all the headroom in that shot usually that would indicate you know poor composition but Wes Anderson is an auteur <laughs> so uh, I'm going to watch The Flash look that fucking weird kid has a gay moustache that that means this is art this is art yeah I'll watch Asteroid City which apparently is good uh yeah uh, yeah. not the, it's not the flash though no it's, it's I, not. i've heard the flash is gonna be not good it's not doing well in the box office really and early tracking showed that indiana jones is gonna be a failure yeah people do not care about indiana jones it's no. weird you know because there's got too much stuff going on it's he's got spider verse to take it and transformers also people I, would rather watch optimus prime than old man indiana jones also another aspect of it and although i find it very funny but Harrison Ford's complete contempt for any person who's ever liked a single <laughs> film he was ever in. It's like, I loved you in Star Wars. Ah, you're a fat loser who gets no pussy. Only fags watch that shit. Oh, okay. Well, my son with leukemia died and you were his favorite. Like, hey, one less nerd in the world. Yeah, he sounds like we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, your pussy probably looks like Chewbacca, you dumb cunt. 